Welcome to Zichur Dafsi Money Member Ram Goldar and Dame Zakis Baba Kama Daf Lamed Ches. The fourth parak Shorsha Nagach. The fourth parak has been generously sponsored with Zichur Nishmas Rosh Hadvor Bas Aron Akon Al Hashem. May Neshama have an Aliyah. So the three times we're going to focus on them. When the Mishnah taught that if a Jew's ox gores a Gentile's ox, he's potter. But in the reverse case, the Gentile pays full damages even for a tum. The Gemara said if Re'ehu excludes a Gentile from receiving damage payments from a Jew, it should also exempt him from paying damages to a Jew. And if he's not excluded, then a Jew should also have to pay his damages. Re'avo answered the Pasuk says, Amud v'yomadet Eretz ra'v'yater goyim. Hashem arose and judged the land he saw and released nations. This means, Rashav mitzvah he saw the seven mitzvahs, which Noach's descendants accepted upon themselves, since they did not keep them. He arose and released their money to Israel. They're penalized to always pay full damages for the animals damaging Jews' property. Rabbi Yochanan quoted a different Pasuk, Hashem revealed from Mount Paran, this teaches Maparan Hofi Mamon in Israel. From Paran, when the other nations refused to accept the Torah, he revealed their money to Israel. Pointing to Rav Yosef Darshan, Ra V'yater Goim, differently. Ra Sheva Mitzvah Shekibu Lehem B'nei Noach. He saw the seven mitzvahs which Noach's descendants accepted it upon themselves. But they did not keep them. Amad V'hitirin He arose and permitted them, releasing them from those mitzvahs. The Gemara objects that if so, they benefited from failing to keep the seven mitzvahs. Im ken matzinu niskar. If so, we find a sinner profiting from his sin. Mar, the son of Ravina, explained that it means that even if they fulfill the seven mitzvahs, they do not receive reward for them, but are punished for transgressing them. The Gemara objects that Rabbi Merdarsh and the Pasuk to teach that even a Gentile who engages in Torah study is like a Kohen Gadol. Clearly, they are rewarded for performing mitzvahs. The Gemara answers, They do not receive reward from them like one who is commanded and fulfills the commandment. Rather, they are rewarded like one who is not commanded and fulfills it voluntarily, whose reward is less. For Rabbi Chinina said, Great is the one who acts to fulfill Allah who is commanded to do so, than one who acts but was not commanded to do so. And point number three, Rabbi Yochanan said, Akash Baruch Hu does not withhold reward from any creature. Afil schar sicha even reward for fine speech. For regarding Lot's older daughter who named her child from him, Mo'av, from father, Akash Baruch Hu told Moshe, Valtiskar bam milchama, do not incite war against Mo'av, implying that although they could not wage war against him, they could enact levies against them. But regarding Lot's younger daughter, who used the less explicit term, Ben-Ami, son of my people, Akash Baruch Hu said, Valtiskar bam, klal, do not incite against them at all, meaning that even levies may not be enacted against them. Rabbi Shubhan Karka said, A person should always preempt others in a mitzvah matter. For because of one night that the elder daughter preceded the younger daughter to have relations with her father, intending to perform a mitzvah, she preceded her by four generations to join Yisrael. Rus from Moab was the mother of Oved, Shlomo's great-grandfather. Naama of Ammon was the mother of Rehavam, Shlomo's son. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah taught that if a Jew's ox gores a Gentile's ox, he's putter. But in the reverse case, the Gentile pays full damages, even for a tam. The Gemara said if Re'ehu excludes a Gentile from receiving damage payments from a Jew, it should also exempt him from paying damages to a Jew. And if he's not excluded, then a Jew should also have to pay his damages. 
Hashem arose and judged the land he saw and released nations. This means Rashav Mitzvah He saw the seven mitzvahs, which Noach's descendants accepted upon themselves, since they did not keep them. He arose and released their money to Israel. They're penalized to always pay full damages for the animals damaging Jews' property. Rabbi Yochanan quoted a different Pasik, Ophia Mahar Paran, Hashem revealed from Mount Paran. This teaches Maparan Hofimamon in Israel. From Paran, when the other nations refused to accept the Torah, he revealed their money to Israel. Pointing to Rav Yosef Darshan, Ra Vinyatar Goim, differently. Ra Sheva Mitzvah Shekibo Lehem Noach. He saw the seven mitzvahs which Noach's descendants accepted it upon themselves. But they did not keep them. Ahmad Vahitirnohan. He arose and permitted them, releasing them from those mitzvahs. The Gemara objects that if so, they benefited from failing to keep the seven mitzvahs. Imken Matsinu Chote Niskar. If so, we find a sinner profiting from his sin. Mar, the son of Ravina, explained that it means that even if they fulfill the seven mitzvahs, they do not receive reward for them, but are punished for transgressing them. The Gemara objects that Rabbi Merdarsh and the Pasuk to teach that even a Gentile who engages in Torah study is like a Kohen Gadol. Clearly, they are rewarded for performing mitzvahs. The Gemara answers, They do not receive reward from them like one who is commanded and fulfills the commandment. Rather, they are rewarded like one who is not commanded and fulfills it voluntarily, whose reward is less. For Rabbi Chinina said, Greater is the one who acts to fulfill Allah whose command to do so than one who acts but was not commanded to do so. And point number three, Rabbi Yochanan said, Akash Baruch Hu does not withhold reward from any creature. Afil schar na, even reward for fine speech. For regarding Lot's older daughter who named her child from him, Moav, from father, Akash Baruch Hu told Moshe, do not incite war against Moav, implying that although they could not wage war against him, they could enact levies against them. But regarding Lot's younger daughter, who used the less explicit term, Ben Ami, son of my people, Akash Baruch Hu said, do not incite against them at all, meaning that even levies may not be enacted against them. Rabbi Shulban Karkas said, A person should always preempt others in a mitzvah matter. For because of one night that the elder daughter preceded the younger daughter to have relations with her father, intending to perform a mitzvah, she preceded her by four generations to join Yisrael. Rus from Moab was the mother of Oved, Shlomo's great-grandfather. Naama of Ammon was the mother of Rechavam, Shlomo's son. All right, so now we go to Simadav Ramadches, and our standard simon relates to a double alach, a liquid, and we use chicken soup to make the simon more distinct. So here goes. The Naju being comforted with a bowl of chicken soup, after learning he would have to pay full damages for his short time, goring a Jew's ox, sat at the She'ena Matsuva Va'osa table, while the Jews sat at the Matsuva Va'osa table, and were being served by two daughters of a man who slept in a cave. Once again, slow motion. The non-Jew being comforted with a bowl of chicken soup. Chicken soup, that must be more in daf. The non-Jew being comforted with a bowl of chicken soup after learning he would have to pay full damages for his short time goring a Jew's ox, which reminds us the Mishnah taught that if a Jew's ox gores a Gentile's ox, he's putted, but in the reverse case, the Gentile pays full damages even for a tum. 
The Gemara asks that if Re'ehu excludes a Gentile from receiving damages from a Jew, he should also exempt him from paying damages to a Jew, and if he's not excluded, then a Jew should also have to pay his damages. Rabbi Avoah answered based on a Pasuk that the Kush Baruch saw that the Sheva Mitzvahs, which B'nai Noach accepted upon themselves, since they did not keep them, Amad Vehitim Ramonin Yisrael, he arose and released their money to Yisrael. So the non-Jew being comforted with a bowl of chicken soup after learning, he would have to pay full damages for his shore. Goring a Jew's ox, sat at the She'en HaMetzuvah Osa table while the Jew sat at the Metzuvah Osa table, which reminds us, Rabbi Chinina said, Gadu HaMetzuvah V'Osa Yosem HaMetzuvah V'Osa Yosem Greater is the one who acts to fulfill a law who is commanded to do so, the one who acts but was not commanded to do so. So the non-Jew being comforted with a bowl of chicken soup after learning, he would have to pay full damages for a short time, goring a Jew's ox, sat at the She'en HaMetzuvah Osa table while the Jew sat at the Metzuvah V'Osa table and were being served by two dogs is of a man who slept in a cave, which reminds us Rabbi Yochanan said in a Kishbarach from the Kabech Schar called Bria, Kishbarach does not withhold reward from any creature, a feel Schar Sichon, even reward for fine speech. For regarding Lot's older daughter who named her child from him, Moav, from father, Kishbarach told Moshe, do not incite war against Moav, implying that although they could not wage war against them, they could enact levies against them. But regarding Lot's younger daughter, who used the less explicit term, Ben Ami, son of my people, Kishbarach said, Valtiskar Bam, Klal, do not incite against them at all. Meaning that even levies may not be enacted against them. So once again, the Naju being comforted with a bowl of chicken soup after learning, he would have to pay full damages for his short time. Goring a Jew's ox, sat at the She'ena Matsuba Va'osa table while the Jew sat at the Matsuba Va'osa table and were being served by two daughters of a man who slept in a cave. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazara. Daf Lamedal. So the similar Daf Lamedal is a ladder. So here goes. The injured shore leaning against a ladder. Ladder? That must be more duff. Lamedalid. The injured shore leaning against a ladder and depreciating in value due to the Mazik shore's horn stuck in it, which reminds more discusses if the Mazik or Nizik change value after the damage, whether the damage is assessed, Kashasa Nazik at the time of the damage, or Kashasa Madabadin at the time of standing in judgment. Ravashi explains that the Mazik is responsible for the injured ox's later deterioration where it deteriorated because of the original blow. Because the Nizik can say, your ox's horn is buried in my ox. So the injured shore leaning against a ladder and depreciating in value due to the Mazik shore horn stuck in it. Watch the Mazik and Nizik try to sell a short time and split the money while dividing the dead ox. Which reminds us that there's a Malchogus in the mission on how to understand the case in the Pasuk of they shall sell the live ox and divide its money, and they shall also divide the dead one. So, the injured shore leaning against a ladder and depreciating in value due to the Mazik shore's horn stuck in it. Watch the Mazik and Nizik try to sell a short time and split the money while dividing the dead ox, when all of a sudden a man wounded another man by striking with a stepladder in order to get blood to give his dog, which he would be liable for. If he did it on Shabbos, which reminds us, Rabbi Yavon taught a price before Rabbi Yochanan, Kolmakalkling Petorian, all who do destructive acts on Shabbos are exempt from punishment because only constructive acts are liable. Chutz Mechovu Umavir, except for one who wounds and one who burns, which are liable even for destructive acts. Rabbi Yochanan says the case of Chovu is a Chovu Kalbo, one who wounds where he needs the blood for his dog. Although the act is destructive and the toll damage is greater than the benefit, his purposeful intent is sufficient for liability. Daf Lamed Hay, so the simmer Daf Lamed Hay is the children's choir singing la la la. So here it goes. The Nazikin boys choir, boys choir, that must be more on Daf Lamed Hay. La la la.
The Nazikin Boys Choir joyfully singing the Maka Adam Umaka Behema song, which reminds us that more brings a rush of Chizkiah's Academy. Maka Adam Umaka Behema. The Torah compares one who strikes a person who is executed and does not pay damages, and one who strikes an animal who does pay, teaching that just as one who strikes an animal always pays, regardless of intent, of Maka Adam, so too regarding one who strikes a person, you should not distinguish between an unintentional act and an intentional act, or other exemptions from execution, to obligate him to pay money, rather always exempt him from paying money. So in the Nazikin Boys Choir joyfully singing the Maka Adam Umaka Behema song, as two kids dressed as oxen pretended to blame each other for damaging a third ox, which reminds us, if two oxen chase an ox and one injured it, and it's unknown which, the owner of each ox can claim the damage was inflicted by the other, and is putter until proof is brought. So the Nazikin Boys Choir joyfully singing the Maka Adam Maka Behema song, as two kids dressed as oxen pretend to blame each other for damaging a third ox, were abruptly interrupted when one father in the audience accused another of owing him wheat, and the other father responded, I owe you barley, which reminds us, Rabbi Barnasan said, Tanu pater. If one claimed wheat from someone and the other person admitted owing him barley, he's pater from paying even barley because by claiming only wheat, he's admitting he's not owed barley and has forgiven that debt. So the simmer is Lulav. So here goes. The shore which had horns that looked like Lulavim, Lulavim. That must have been wearing Daf Lamadvav, Lulav. The shore which had horns that looked like Lulavim, that gored four oxen one after the other, as a tam, which reminds us. The fourth paragraph begins, If an ox scored four or five oxen, one after the other is a tam. Rebmer says, He pays the last of the victims his half damages. And if there's more value in the damaging ox after this payment, that excess is returned to the prior victim, and if there's still more, it's given to the victim before him. The rule is the later victim benefits. Rub explains that the Mishnah falls Rabbi Shmuel's opinion that the damages of Atam are owed as a debt. So the short which had horns that looked like Lulavim, that gored four oxen one after the other, as a tam, belonged to a Lulav seller who was disappointed when he was awarded a meager Sela Medina for the boshes of being struck in the ear, which reminds us the Mishnah states, one who strikes the ear of his fellow pays him a Sela for boshes in addition to the other payments. And the Gemara quotes a statement of Rab, any amount of silver mentioned in the Torah is Tyrian currency. And any amount of silver taught by the rabbis, such as the Bosch's payment for striking someone's ear, is in provincial currency. So the shore which had horns that looked like loving, the gourd for oxen one to the other, as a tam, belonged to a lulav seller who was disappointed when he was awarded a meager sell medina for the Bosch's of being struck in the ear, that he told the judge who was a gabite staka to give it away. To the poor, which reminds us, when the man who was struck was told he would only receive a cell of Medina, he said, since it's only half as this, I don't want to give it to the poor. Afterwards, he tried to retract, but Rav Yosef told him he could not retract. The poor had already acquired the money. Although there were no poor people there to make the acquisition, we are the hand of the poor and acquired it on their behalf. Rashi explains that Rav Yosef was a trustee for the local charity fund. Daf Lamed Zayn, so the Simmer Daf Lamed Zayn is laser tag. So here goes. The shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players. Laser tag? That must be more in Daf Lamed Zayn. The shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, but not the players from the blue team, which reminds us the more discusses the din of a shore that is moved to certain species and not to others. It pays full damages for what it's moved for and half damages for what it's not moved for.
So the shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, but not the players from the blue team, and then began to knock down alternating red team players, which reminds us, we discuss an animal which is moved with Sirogin, moved for damaging in an alternate fashion, where it gores the first ox, but not the second ox, the third one, but not the fourth one, and so on. So the shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, but not the players from the blue team, and then began to knock down alternating red team players, turned out to be an ox of Hectish, and was putter from payment, which reminds us, the next mission states, Shorshi Yisrael Shenagach Shorshel Hektish. If the ox of an ordinary Jew Gordon ox of Hektish, Vishal Hektish Shenagach Shorshel Hediot, or an ox of Hektish Gordon ox of an ordinary Jew, Pater, the owner is exempt because the Pusik says Shore Ehu, the ox of his fellow, implying Vlo Shorshel Hektish, and not an ox of Hektish. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff did we learn that if one claimed wheat from someone and the other person admitted owing him barley, that person is putted from paying even the barley? That's on Duff? Hey. Good number two, which stuff did we learn a non-Jew whose short time damages a Jew's ox has to pay, whereas a Jew's ox that damages a non-Jew's ox does not have to pay? That's on Duff? Good number three, which thing went about the person who won the case with Kesef Medina, who could not retract when he said, give it to the poor? That's on Duff. Good number four, which stuff they learned one is putter for damaging a shorshel hectish? That's on Duff. Good number five, which stuff they learned Rabbi Hanina said, that's on Duff. Good number six, which stuff did he discuss the din of a shore that is moved to knock down alternating animals? That's on Duff. Good number seven, which stuff did he whether the nizik is considered a shutaf and can take possession of the musik's animal or a balchov? That's on Duff. Good number eight, which stuff did he if one entered a carpenter's shop with rishus and is killed by a flying wood chip? The carpenter is putter from Gauls because it's a case of Shogeg Karvel Mazid. That's on Duff. Lamed Beis. Good number nine. Which of the one that we see that Kushbarku does not withhold schar from any creature, even reward for fine speech, which we learn from Lot's daughters? That's on Duff. Lamed Ches. Good. And number ten. Which of the one all Kesef mentioned in the Torah is Kesef Tzori, and any Kesef taught by the rabbis is Kesef Medina. That's on Duff. Lamed Vav. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldhar from Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.